Welcome to the Art and Life Podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. My intention with this experiment is to inspire hope and inspiration in your creative pursuits. Follow along as I interview artists, makers, entrepreneurs, and creatives from all walks of life. Listen while you work, listen while you create, listen while you dream up the next breakthrough idea. It's possible to make a life from your art, skill, or craft, whatever that may be. These interviews are evidence of that fact. If you enjoy what you hear, please subscribe to the show and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Share this with your friends, family, and all those creative people you know out there. Now, let's dive into this concept we call creativity. Hello, everybody. Taylor G here. I am joined today by my good friend Aaron McMurtry. Now, Aaron is a budding artist. A couple of years ago, she really started to dive in when she went through a physical challenge and uh, the time and space uh, she used to really get creative. And in that time, she really developed her love of color, which we dive into a lot. Um, and she's she's really has a special focus on transformation in life. And that plays out in a lot of different ways, as you'll see in the episode. Um, Erin's awesome. She's a a really cool human being. Uh, You'll be able to reach out to her, connect with her on Instagram at Erin with two N's. That's E-R-I-N-N with the number two N-N-S. Um... Yeah, this is a great episode. I really like the uh, the philosophical stuff that we get into in the second half of the interview. And uh, don't mind my dog, my puppy Nova. She gets in a couple barks at one point. Um, really, normally I, I like to do these interviews in person in my studio where it's nice and quiet, but that's not able to happen right now. We're all social distancing, so... Uh, it is what it is. You get to hear Nova speak up on some art topics here and there. So without further ado, Aaron McMurtry. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Taylor Gallegos. This is Art and Life. And today we have my good friend, Aaron McMurtry on with us. And uh, she's awesome. She's a creative She's a lover of color. Uh, she has recently, in the past few years, dove into the world of art in uh, in a way that I really haven't seen by many people. And uh, so, yeah, I'm very excited to have you, Aaron, on the show. So thanks for being on today. Hi. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Um, do you want to just start out by giving the audience a little background on you, who you are, where you're from, how you got to where you're at? Sure, yeah. So uh, I am Erin, Erin with two N's, also known as Rainbow Queen, also known as Creamy G, short for Creamy Goddess. Hopefully that gives you a sneak peek into who I am. Um, I'm from San Diego originally, (laughs) born and raised in San Diego. And yeah, started my life out as an only child with divorced parents, divorced when I was two years old. So I shared half the time with my mom and half the time with my dad, which meant that I spent a lot of time alone, which I think was really, you know, the first introduction into creativity and really just occupying myself, as my mom would have said, um, with art because there wasn't anyone else around. So, yeah, that's really where my creative journey began was just as a kid alone in my space trying to occupy the time and be a good girl and have some fun so yeah I got into a little bit of painting and collaging and oh my gosh I don't even know so many things um and then yeah as I started to get into adulthood things sort of started to take on a more serious note and then in my early 20s I found myself engaged to a very nice man um but really weren't, it wasn't fully in alignment. I wasn't super, I wasn't super happy. 
And um, I was a bit overweight and I felt really uncomfortable in my body. And that's sort of, uh, let's see, tr- uh, yeah, like triggered just this whole volcano of transformation. And I just decided like, hey, I get to feel good in my body. I get to take care of myself. And as that shifted, I started to come back to art and I started painting more and uh, started to find myself more and become more confident and ended up leaving that relationship. And that really just launched me into the next phase of my life, which is realizing that I was really, really passionate about transformation and helping other people along their path of transformation. And uh, jump forward a few years, had some physical stuff going on with my body, had was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and went through just a lot of really difficult time with that and healing with that. And that's how I rediscovered art. And I just had some time to rest and heal myself. And I just thought, what do I want to be doing with my time? And the first thing that popped in my head was color, just my love of color. I always loved color. And then I asked myself, okay, so how do I play and express with color? And the first thing that came up was painting. So I started painting again and from a whole new place of just being connected with my love of color. And that's really when the floodgates opened. (laughs) Yeah, they did. (laughs) I like that you described it as a volcano um, because that's kind of what it seems like. Like, I, I mean, I've probably known you for maybe like five years, maybe six years. And um, the person that I first met, it was very different than who you are now. And it really has been this like, um, like molten lava, like <laughs> just bubbling and churning and like, um, you know, like explosive at times, like these, like this change of life, um, kind of just like exploring who you are as a person. And it's been really cool to watch. Mm, thank you so much. Yeah, it's been so much fun. Yeah, so, um, and and with that, with that change, like, I didn't know that you had any sort of artistic um, background or love of art at all. And then a couple years ago, you know, when you were going through the ulcerative colitis stuff, you, you like, you really started to dive in. And that was when you reached out to me and really started the conversation about, like, um, okay, so like, how do I do this? And like, what are, what are some things to consider and think about? Um, and that's one thing that I really am interested in having you on the podcast about is like, not very many people that I know, like really dive into art. Um, like, I guess, farther along in their life cycle. I mean, a lot of people seem to get into it when they retire. Mm-hmm. But um, not a whole lot get in, you know, when they're in their like, you know, 20s and 30s it's like um so why don't you talk to us a little bit about that process and what that like rediscovery was all about and some of the like challenges some of the successes um just you know go into it yeah you know at first I think it it started because like I said I had a lot of space in my life to just really heal and take care of myself and you know previously I was working in corporate and had jobs of course so just I didn't really make time for it, um, but so it was the spaciousness, and then I think it was also the realization of like that it was color that was actually driving the bus of my creativity. Before I would paint and stuff, and it was like, this is cool. I like being creative, but it wasn't. There wasn't any like fuel bef- behind it. It was just kind of like I felt like going through the motions a little bit. But once I really connected with my desire to play and feel and create worlds of color that just just by being in them filled me up, then I realized, like, this is a never-ending well. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> when you play with color and when you come from that perspective, there's infinite possibilities. I mean, there's infinite possibilities anyways, but for me that really unlocked something. And so, yeah, I've just been that. And generally that's my entire focus. Like when I start with something, I don't really even have an intention. It just kind of grows into it. And then I let the color take me on a ride. And 
you know, every time I, I finish a piece, I'm like, holy crap, that just came through me. Like, I don't even, I'm just blown away. I think the first time that it really clicked in a powerful way, I was interviewing for an internship with an amazing artist, Charmaine Olivia. She's on Instagram. If you don't know her, I highly recommend checking her out. She's also really uh, pours so much color into what she does. And I interviewed to work with her and she was talking about her art process. And, you know, sometimes she said, I'll spend hours working on a piece before I even touch the canvas. And I was just like, whoa, that is so, so inspiring. And so that really took me from like drawing on watercolor paper and doing little, little projects into like a whole world of like, what would it be like if I spent 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 hours on something? And that was sort of a a piece that really catapulted me into the next level of actually like really, really creating at a whole other level. Yeah. And that's cool. I mean, that question of what would it be like if, um, I feel like that's kind of at the heart of exploration, even in terms of like, whatever science, um, geographical exploration, it's like by having that question, that is what, that is like, what gets you on the path to discovery and that's that's what you're that seems like what you're talking about oh yeah totally I love asking questions (laughs) I love asking questions and the and then sort of feeling for the the energy possibility response that arises and um yeah it got me it got me really excited to to play in another way that I hadn't haven't I hadn't considered yet and now when you say like the energy response, um, does, is that, does that work in different ways? I mean, is, cause that, what that reminds me of is sometimes, you know, like to ask myself, my, my subconscious, what I'm really feeling right now, I have to take a moment, take a breath and then like ask a question, like, what am I feeling or what am I, what's my intention for the day? And then there's and then there'll be a moment of silence and then there'll be like an energetic response from my subconscious mm-hmm. do you feel like it's kind of like that yeah absolutely a lot of times i do uh just kind of wait to feel does it feel expansive or does it feel contractive does it feel height does it feel light or does it feel heavy um <clears throat> and it felt very light and so whenever something feels like that i know to follow it but yeah, it's cool. You can use that for anything in your life, not just art, but also any any area of your life, food, simple decisions like what, you know, what should I do on a Saturday night? It's just crazy when you start to play with energy in that way. That's a whole other rabbit hole we could go down. <laughs> no, that's great. Um, <laughs> I mean, we, you and I, we're, you know, we're in Southern California. We're, we run in some pretty... Um, I don't know, avant-garde circles. And so I don't, I don't think everybody else runs into these things as much as we do. Um, but they're fun concepts. And uh, so you are also in the world of helping people with their, with transformations in lots of ways. Yeah. Um, why don't you go into telling us a little bit about what you do in that way? Yeah, sure. I really love working with people, women in particular, but people that know they came to the earth to do something to uplift the planet. Like, obviously we know that we're going through some huge transformations as a planet. And I had this sense, you know, when this, when this transformation began for me early on, like I shared, um, I just felt like it, it changed my entire life. You know, initially when I wanted to lose weight, I was like, yeah, I want to, I want to feel hot and I want to like fit in my jeans and you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. But what actually ended up happening, happening from it is my entire life 
changed and I became an entirely different version of myself that I didn't even know I had access to. I did, it's like my spirit knew it, my intuition knew it, my gut knew it, but on a conscious level, like I was just wanting to feel good in my clothes, you know? (laughs) So that really inspired me to, you know, be a space of love and compassion and transformation for other people, particularly people who know that they are teachers in some way. They are teachers, they are leaders. They came here to speak a mission, lead a mission on the planet that's going to take us all to the next level so that we can live on a planet that is, you know, compassionate and connected and loving. So those are the people I love to work with. And over the years, I've done a lot of events. Um, I, I counted a couple of weeks ago, I've done 70 events in the last seven years. Mm-hmm. So helping those people take their desires, their multi-passions and weave them into something unique to put out in the world. That's what I'm doing right now. Nice. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm in a men's group with your husband, Josh, Josh, we're all good friends. Josh is one of my best buddies. And uh, yeah, the men's group is amazing. And for me, it's like this safe container where people where where we all get to express ourselves. Uh, you know, the frustrations we go through, the things that are working, those sorts of things. And then we can uh, connect and feel not so isolated and you're leading a women's group correct Mm -hmm. yeah two actually right now two of them do you want to will you talk a little bit about that because a a lot of people don't even know about the existence of these sorts of Mm. things yeah so women's circles are something that are expanding right now on the planet and it's a way that we all used to gather Um, You know, in in like tribal times, the women and the men and the women and men together would would gather. But specifically for women, you know, especially women who are leaders or teachers are holding a lot of they're holding a lot. Right. They're caretakers. And so to create a safe space where women can come together, where it's safe to feel and express emotion where it's safe to explore, you know, the more vulnerable aspects of life where, you know, everyone in this space, is not about competition. It's about collaboration and it's about everybody lifting each other up. And there's just something so healing about that. Like, you know, you said similarly with your men's group that you experienced that. And I just, there's just such, when we come together in connection and community to support each other, like there's so much power in that. I think for me, I've been an introvert and I I still identify as an introvert. And so that for me has allowed me to tell myself this story that I could kind of go it alone. Uh, And I think that's like one of the biggest lies I've ever told myself now that I have friends and community that are there and support me and get it and are helping me hold my vision. It's just, I I understand how important it is, especially when you have a lot that you're holding, you know, like a big mission or you're caretaking a lot of people or whatever that is. So yeah, it's really, really special. And for any women out there that you know, are desiring a safe space to go to connect and collaborate and feel supported by other women, I definitely recommend finding a local women's circle. Um, And my, actually my friend company where she uh, teaches people and trains people how to lead women's circles. So that if you want to find her, she has a resource where you can find circles all over the country. That's sistershipcircle.com. Highly recommended. Nice. Yeah. I mean, it, it's really powerful. It's really powerful because, uh, you know, we're all going through this global pandemic lockdown and everybody's experiencing the, the stress and, you know, pressure of that. But then I don't really know anybody who's not dealing with some extra element due to that, you know, like either 
you're single and you live alone and you're dealing with the isolation or you're in a partnership or you have a family where you're dealing with the like constriction of space with everybody and like jobs, job losses, like uh, there's all kinds of different things that are going on. And, you know, for me in my life, that men's group has really helped out. And like, there's been a couple stressful times where like, just in talking about it, it eases the tension a lot and and like makes the next day that much more doable and like helps give a a different approach which is so cool I'm so glad you have that I think it's so important for men to have that too especially because they're not generally taught that it's okay to like oh and open up and express emotion so to have a space where you can I mean we all need that yeah yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. Now I want to, I want to switch gears and really dive deep on this whole thing. Now let's, let's get you talking about color. I want to hear your whole perspective on it. Um, everything that you do, everything you wear, your whole, your, your social media, every, like it's so signature you because it's just kaleidoscopes <laughs> of color. Um, talk to us about your love of color. Um, gosh, to me, color is just life. It's like life source energy in visual form. So, yeah, there's just something that's so, I just, when I'm immersed in it, I just feel alive, especially, you know, I love rainbow and not necessarily just like rainbows the thing that you see in the sky but just using the full range of color all next to each other for me creates and we might get a little woo-woo here so sorry for anybody who like just hold on with me (laughs) but when you put all the color together it creates a whole other energy uh, an aliveness that's beyond the singularity of one color on its own and so that's why it's like anytime I go to create a piece I'm sometimes sometimes I'm like oh I'm just gonna use these colors (laughs) it never happens it never happens I just (laughs) there's something so yeah it's just it's just an energy it's an aliveness it's life force it's God it's spirit it's creative source whatever you want to call it like to me it's just color on a canvas or wherever is an expression of the same life force that's moving through the trees that's moving through the wind that's moving through the sun like so that's why it just isn't everything I do because it's just an expression of aliveness for me yeah and it's so neat how like in white light coming from the sun if you set, you know, put out a prism, then you get the entire spectrum that yes. comes out of it. Um, like it, that's like a, you know, if you talk about it in a physics sense, like it's exactly what you're saying right there. Like everything is contained within that light beam. Um, and it's, I, I really love the overlap of like physics and then art. And I think that's really interesting because a lot of times like we're saying the same things like art is expressing the same thing that quantum physics is expressing. Um, and uh, yeah, like the, the spectrum of light is really interesting how like, you know, the reds are slower and then the blues are faster. Um, do you ever get into the science of light at all? Light and color? I haven't really dove deep in it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys, my dog is barking. Yeah. Can you hear that, Erin? <laughs> she wants to yeah. be on the podcast too. Yes, she does. Oh, goodness. Okay, sounds like she's quieting down. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, no, I was ahead. just saying, not really. I don't really dive into the science of it too much. Um, yeah, it would probably be fascinating yeah. to learn more, though. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Like some of these physics books that I read are like, wait, are you talking about physics or are you talking about philosophy or art or all three at the same time? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your, what's your favorite kind of art out there these days? What are you, mm. what are you into? I mean, 
oh my gosh. I don't know how to speak to genres very well, but I have been really, I mean, obviously I love color. So anything that has color, but I'm really loving things that feel very, um, things that feel very energetic, things that feel very like spiritual, things that feel very um, layered, like multidimensional so that I can, I don't know, it's just trips me out sometimes to look at when I look at certain art, I'm like, how did that get made? And so if I can look at something and really dive into it in that way and just like get fascinated with how it was created and that's something that I really, I really love, but mainly the common threads are color. Like I love to look at art that has color. Um, I love Alex Gray. Alex Gray is always a, a solid fave of mine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got to meet oh, him at Burning gosh. Man. And it, he was so cool. <laughs> and and the, he and his wife were making this uh mural throughout the week and it was amazing. It was all these dancing people and uh it was really cool. That guy is that guy is definitely one of the leading artistic minds of our um time Seriously, period. Seriously. It's it is truly incredible what he's able to put can't what like what comes out of his paintbrush is just mind-blowing yeah so in terms of uh you know you're mentioning spirituality um you know how does spirituality interact with your art creation or um the way that you like think about it thank you uh for me i have always sort of felt like an alien (laughs) and like I've come from a another planet and so art is a really beautiful way for me to not only like express that but tap into that and like sometimes words for example feel so linear to me that I have such big things that want to move through me such expression that's so vast that I can't express it with words. And so when I get to create art, it's like this whole other level of expression. Um, It's like a celebration of life. It's like a connection to another place. Um, How do I explain? Like, uh, it's, you know, I'm having a hard time putting the words to it. Uh, But I feel like I've always been so hungry for, more magic on planet earth and it's been really hard to find that in a lot of ways it's been deeply depressing for me and so i i came to understand at some point recently in the last couple of years that for me art is my way to access that magic and be in it and bring it here to earth it's like i realized all the things I was craving were actually mine to create. So Mm -hmm. now I create that and I don't miss it as much. It feels like a piece of home. Wow. That's really (laughs) cool. So the paintings that you're making are like creating this like space for you. Yes. Kind of like Bob Ross, but abstractly. <laughs> Do you think Bob Ross is doing that too? Ah, uh, he definitely might be wherever yeah. he is. <laughs> but no, I mean, like he's, you know, he's talking about like, this is your yeah. world. You know, you make it a happy place. You make it, you do whatever you want. You want, oh, like you feel like you messed that up. Just turn it into a yeah. tree. Like this is, this is our place to create. And that's, that's one of the, like most amazing things about art is that there are zero rules and it's completely up to you whatever you want to do nobody can tell you and um like the rules of like what is good and bad are just judgments from other people that don't really apply all it really Oftentimes, people's judgments are more a reflection of themselves and their position and the way that they see the world than it is of the actual, like, you know, observed 
object or a piece of yeah. art. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the things I love about art. And actually, I've had a lot of challenges around my voice. And I was mentioning like expressing with words and feeling so scared that my words will be taken out of context or misunderstood by people or be judged by other people because of exactly what you're saying. But it's so funny for me with art, like, I don't give a shit. If someone looks at my painting and they're like, I don't get it. She sucks, whatever. Like, I don't care. I'm not making it for that. I'm making it for me. And it's just a place where I get to like give zero fucks for less of a better, for lack of a better expression. Like I get to just create whatever I want and it's a place for me to be like fully unapologetic. Fuck <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that term a lot. <laughs> so fuck yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like to think about like flow state and the those different the the times when you just like dive into flow state and completely lose yourself um is there is that what happens for you when you're painting it is there like a an introductory time introductory time to getting into a painting and then you get into the flow or um is it there sometimes and sometimes not or how's that work for you yeah cool question um you know, it, it's interesting. There's so many phases to creating a piece. It's like there's the beginning of like, okay, where am I going to start? And now I'm laying the groundwork, but it doesn't actually look good or exciting or juicy yet. And then there's the phase of like, I've created the foundation and now I'm like starting to put in the detail and starting to become more free. Like for me, the beginning of it always feels a little less, a little less flowy because I'm laying the foundation, right? But then in, once it starts to turn into the like, okay, the foundation's here and now I just get to play more, then I start to feel a little bit more in flow. It's so funny, like just noticing how my mind works in different phases of the art process. Like sometimes I notice that when I get to like 90% done, I'm kind of just like over it. <laughs> but huh. when I'm at that like 70 mark, 70%, I'm like, yes, like now I get to like put the character into it. And that's a really fun place for me to be. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, my friend Anna, the muralist who taught me a lot of stuff, she uh, she always says uh, 90% of the project is in the last mm. 10%. But, so don't fool yourself and think that you're like almost done because you're not. And it's like that last that last little stretch of the race <laughs> is it, it oftentimes feels like the yeah. longest. And maybe that's because we get in our heads at that point. We start thinking about other things rather than just being like when you're in the middle of it you're almost like you lose your sense of gravity you're not attached to the earth anymore you're just it's like you and the painting and you're floating through space and that's all that's happening and everything else goes away um but that and I, I was feeling that same thing like I've got all these paintings in the studio right now and a bunch of them are almost done and it's funny how just putting my signature on these things feels like a like it's pushing a rock up a mountain. Whereas like the whole painting process just flows so nicely. And I like lose myself for like five hours at a time. In it. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I noticed too, that like a lot of times how I work is like, we were talking about asking questions. I'll just ask myself questions. Like when I feel stuck, I'll be like, what do, like, what do I know to do next? What can I do next? And I'll just look for next moves to make or an idea to pop, pop in or an inspiration or whatever, knowingness. And sometimes I have to wait. Like sometimes I have to stare at it for a bit and I'm like, all right, well, I'm not sure what to do. So I'll put it down for a while or I'll just keep staring but then sometimes like the, when the inspiration drops in and I'm like, oh, this is my next move. That's when flow, start, flow starts for me. But then like, you know, mm -hmm. so then I'll be in the flow. And then at some point that 
uh, iteration or that um, phase will be complete. And then, so I kind of feel like I get in like start, stop, start, stop a little bit with the flow state too. Does that ever happen to you? Yeah. What, what is it like for you? Um, yeah. And what I like to do is I like to work on multiple canvases at the same time and I'll like take one color and I'll add it to a little bit here on this one and a little bit here on a different oh. one and kind of bounce around. Um, so it's, I feel like that part that process helps me just like keep on pushing through. Um, so I'm, I don't get stuck on one canvas okay. as much. Um, but there are times where like, I, it just like, there just is something that's not right about something it's missing something um and that's where i'll ask myself that same question like what is needed like what what will bring this into balance what will you know because maybe there's like too much of a red orange thing going on and it needs some cooling somewhere or um just by asking because we're all like our, our inner selves know our inner artist our inner critic can feel and knows what's going on and sometimes we just need to give that space the voice you know and like ask it like what's going yeah. on here um so you're you have just dove into art as an adult and i feel like it's something that a lot of people would really like to do but don't maybe you know maybe there's a lot of self-judgment there or there's like they're feeling like they're i don't know like not having the courage to do it or, or something like that? Like what, what kind of advice would you give to people that have maybe like thought about getting into drawing or painting or whatever, but ha haven't done it? Yeah. Um, I, my advice is start where you are because I always had a dream of painting bodies. I always wanted to like do faces and bodies. And I feel like for a long time, because I haven't developed that skill in myself, I didn't do art because I couldn't create what I wanted to create and it kept me from creating what wanted to come through. It's like my mind was blocking me with what my mind thought should be created. So my advice is start exactly where you are and just ask yourself like just what I said, what can what can I do? <laughs> what what paints do I have or what you know uh, supplies do I have? What skills do I have? Like for me, I have a piece where <clears throat> I wanted to start a new piece. I made this really interesting shape with some high quality watercolor paper. I think I took three, like eight and a half by 11s or three or four maybe, and uh, put them together, taped them at the back. So there was no seam. And I was like, I just want to make like a, a different shape. I'm like, but I had no idea what to do. And so I was just like, you know what? I'm going to start with a ruler. And so I just took out a ruler and I made a bunch of lines and just followed some patterns and literally just created all these different lines. And then afterwards I was like, all right, now I'm going to fill it in. And so for me, like drawing something realistic is very challenging. And that's something I'm working on and I do want to develop. But I think starting where you are and starting with what you know like for me I can use a ruler I can use a, a protractor or a compass I always get the two confused the one that makes a circle right yeah, and then yeah uh yeah, yeah maybe that's compass. a compass um you yeah. know so I would do like circle like a lot of my art is cir circular it's they're kind of like portals I'm finding I'm figuring out but a lot of them are mandala like and start with a circle at the center and so that I just did that because that's what I knew I could do so just keep asking yourself like what do I do what do I do next what's the next thing I know how to do and then just follow it until you're stuck again and then just ask again what's the next thing I know how to do and just keep doing that it's like I think you know, I had the idea too, that I had to have some big plan. And for me, actually, one of the things I love about art is not having a plan. When I don't have a plan, then I can just play and it doesn't, you know, it, it, it's just more free. So yeah, I hope that helps. It's just like literally ask yourself, what do, what do I know I can do? Where can I start? And just play and let yourself have fun thing with painting too is if you quote unquote mess up you just freaking paint over it and start again like 
find mm-hmm. too like what's inspiring you like for me when i figured out that it was color the floodgates just opened and that's what everything came from was this desire to play with color so maybe asking yourself like what is my actual desire for creating this art what is it that i want to like feel in myself um what is it what is my intention for this piece why do i want to make art why does that even matter to me once you get connected with that then you can make a move from a grounded place yes i think that's awesome and and what you're asking i mean by asking those questions then you give yourself a bigger vision or sort of like a, a bigger roadmap, but it's, but that roadmap's not based on external validation in any way or like reaching some sort of external goal. Like I want to get in galleries or I want to make like the greatest painting that's ever been made. A lot of those things can't really like you, you can't control necessarily. And by thinking so big, especially at the beginning, it can really bog you down because then every single little experiment you do is based on this like huge criteria. Um, Whereas if you start with a question of like, what am I interested in? Like, what am I really like? Why do I want to be creative or what am I in? Like what, what lights me up? You know, if you start with that, then yeah, you can just take like, one little step, like what lights me up right now? Oh, that uh, the way the light is reflecting off of this coffee cup is really cool right now. Why don't I just draw that, you know? And and um, it kind of reminds me of, like artwork reminds me of doing a puzzle and how puzzles, it's like, if you look at, if you pour all the pieces out on the table and then you, you look at like what it's supposed to look like, it can feel a little bit like overwhelming and daunting in that moment. Whereas if you just start by like one step at a time, like, okay, that looks like an edge piece. We'll just move that to the edge, you know, and just think, think simple. Um, Then like one thing leads to another, which leads to another, and then you give it enough time. And then it's sort of like, it almost like happens in front of you. Like you don't need to push it. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the cool things art that you just spoke into is that it's such a mirror for how we do life. Like I would notice thoughts that I was having as I was painting or as I was like mapping out what I was going to do. And I'm like, whoa, I, th- I think that way in my, in my life, like out in the world, you know, like it, it's the way you approach and, and live your life is mirrored in the way that you approach and do art. And so it, w- it was such a beautiful, gentle way for me to look at some of the ways that I was just thinking about my life that were causing a lot of pressure. Like, for example, you know, what you were saying about having it unfold in front of you, when I realized, like, I realized with art that I was focusing on step 10 when I was only at step one. And it was like, I do that in my life too. It's like, okay, it really taught me to slow down and be where I am and just focus on I'm right here. What can I do right here in step one? When I'm at step nine, then I'll think about what step 10 is. But if I think about step 10 when I'm at step one, then, oh my God, that's overwhelming. For example, I mean, there's so many other ways that 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 showed up for me, but that was one of the big ones. And that's one of the beautiful things that art has given me is this, like, it's like been a meditation of just like, can I just be right here with what's happening in front of me right now? That's really awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, uh, well, there's, there's one thing I want to uh, ask you about. So, you came to my studio and we worked on some stuff um, on a, on a painting that you had. And um, I was just sort of like running you through some of the like lessons that I have received in my artistic Mm -hmm. life. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about what that like 
I mean, what that experience was like? Yeah. So I was kind of starting to feel at some point that I was creating like the same piece over and over. Like if you look at all my pieces from 2016 to up until that point, there was like the first 20 or so were all very different. And then I got into a phase where they started to feel very the same. And it started to feel like I was creating from the same lens or the same like room in my brain. And I was starting to feel a little bit like too contained by that. And I was like, I I feel like I'm being too, like there's too much structure, too much control and too much in my head. And that's like part of the reason why I love doing art is because it gets me out of those places. Um, and, And some of that is good, right? Like not saying that's bad in and of itself, but it was felt like it was getting out of balance and I was too much in my head. So anyways, you had me, uh, one of the things you had me do was I brought a big canvas and you squirted a bunch of paint and said, you have five minutes to fill up this entire canvas. And I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) And it forced me to like break out of that container in my mind or that lens and just like get messy, not worry about if it's, pretty or ugly or you know just really like letting all of it go and it was really powerful for me actually I'm, I'm looking at that piece right now because what I did after that um, and what was hard for me too is you didn't give me rainbow colors <laughs> you gave me like primary colors and my brain was like ah! <laughs> where's all my rain where's my rainbow but um, it was such a powerful exercise so then I took that canvas and painted over that and did, you know, sort of a similar, similar thing that you had me do very much inspired by the exercise that you took me through and just layered on that canvas, uh, forward with some, you know, rainbow. Um, and then as I got closer to the top, adding in more detail. So that's sort of, I've been combining more of the like structure and detail oriented painting with more of the free energy that you helped me access because, and that's what I was saying about that 70% part in a painting. When I can get to that place where I've laid all of the structure out and built it up with color, then I can get it into being in the freedom, being in the flow, and then really punching the color. Like that's my jam. So yeah, that was really, really helpful. And I really appreciated that so much. Still, still do very much appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Glad to to hear it worked. (laughs) Love it. Um, Yeah. I mean, what that is, is like, we can get in these ruts. And like you said, this happens in art and this happens in life. And sometimes what we really need is a disruption. And that's kind of what I was doing. It was, I was like pushing you to this discomfort spot where like you don't have the things that you could normally yep. rely on, um, you know, which is interesting because when you look at what's happening in the world right now, we're all completely disrupted and um, there's a lot of challenge with that. But at the same time, there's going to be a lot of growth for everybody, um, if, especially if they choose to embrace the possibility totally. of growth. Yeah, change isn't always, uh, isn't always comfortable. <laughs> no. Um, all right. Well, that I feel like that leads pretty well into the uh, the big question. What's your definition of mm. art? This is a very large question. <laughs> I'm going to tap into <laughs> what is it for me. Um, for me, art is is about beauty. Is about creating something that captures and celebrates life and beauty and like opens people up to a new way of seeing or experiencing life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And like, I mean, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's a portal. You know, the fact that there can be, you can walk into a building and on the wall, there can be this canvas or a print or an image or whatever. And you can stand there and then be taken away to another place. And there's no electricity involved. There's no like special effects. It's like just a two-dimensional element or 3D 
um, you know, can take you away into a different place in your mind. That's what's so cool about, I mean, everybody sees something different, like from the same thing. That's one of the things I love about art, but also like, it's such a way to convey imagination. Like all of the pieces that I've created, no one else on the planet has created this. Like, you know, and the same for you. No one's created what you've created. No one, we each have like a unique expression that can come through us. And when someone sees something that they've never seen before that lived inside of you, that you moved through, it's like you give them a window into another, another world and you open a space inside of their mind that would have never been unlocked unless they saw what you created. That's what I think is so cool and how art can actually trigger consciousness and energy and thoughts. And it's like, it's literally can be a trigger for someone to experience something new in their mind. And I think that's, what's so cool about art and about the uniqueness of each artist too, is, you know, you have something that no one else has, like your unique signature imagination, whatever comes through you, no one else is creating that. So just for all the people out there, like, remember how valuable that is. It's so valuable. Hmm. Um, I feel like that leads really nicely into the next question too, is, which is if you were to go back and give yourself advice, like a young Aaron advice, what would you mm. say? Specifically in the context of art and creativity or just... Um, really just like, whatever. I mean, this can be a big picture. Little E, what, what did she need to know? (laughs) You know, I think I would have just told myself that all of the things that made me unique were actually like really beautiful and not something to be scared of and really would have encouraged myself to like celebrate those things more in myself instead of feeling like I had to make myself into some cookie cutter version of what, you know, the world wanted me to be or whatever it is, like really just looking inside and celebrating all the, all the weirdness and all the, all the uniqueness um, as beautiful. Perhaps my art would have come to the surface earlier if I would have, known that message or i just would have said like hey babe paint some rainbows (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna love it exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome what else you got i I mean we got a couple more minutes here before we have to sign off is there is there anything that you want to talk about Hmm. I think we covered all the things that I wanted to share through, um, through your questions. So I feel pretty complete. I guess, uh, here's a question. Um, so your husband, the one (laughs) Josh McMurtry is a, uh, he's a super creative human as well. Um, and you guys have this amazing little space that you've got together and like your outdoor, area is just so alive and um, full of love Um, maybe talk about how like that relationship with Josh has influenced and inspired and how you guys like work creativity into that Mm. well what I would say about that is that Josh is such an embodiment of love and safety and encouragement um, for me to just be who I am and for me to follow the things that I'm excited about. And he's just such a cheerleader for all of the things that, like all of my desires. And um, so that's been such a huge contribution to my own art journey is just having him as a cheerleader for me. Um, And then what were you asking about specifically with our house? Um, I don't know. I guess just how like the creativity of you guys uh, is expressed in that. Yeah. I mean, thank God I married somebody who loves like color and rainbows and 
uh, random magical trinkets as much as I do. Because <laughs> if not, it would have been a rough yeah. ride. But um, yeah, I just think we we both just love. Yeah, we both just love um, unique unique things and we both love art and we both love creativity and we're both very like home oriented people. So we have just woven our style together in a really organic way that has just created such a safe, beautiful, creative space. So I'm, I'm so excited. I mean, one of my dreams is for us to have our house on a property where we can take what we've done here in this space and make it into a, a sanctuary for people to come and be re-immersed into what it feels like to be a child and be captivated by beauty and wonder and magic. I think that we're missing that in our world and that's why so many adults are so disconnected from creativity from joy from their own inner child and so our dream is to create this space where people can come and and reaccess that kind of like disneyland but for adults (laughs) (laughs) yeah so stay tuned for that perfect yeah and i'm gonna have josh on the on the show soon so that'd be fun to decide on it well, Aaron, this is the part where I acknowledge my guest and say thanks for coming on. And um, yeah, you, uh, you're just such a great friend of mine. And it's been really amazing to watch you just blossom this whole other like flower in your life um, of creativity, of color, of painting. And um, yeah, I've watched you. I feel like one of the major elements of your transition that you've gone through in your life that I've seen is um, like your capacity for just being like comfortable in your skin and your like your level of happiness uh, seems to just getting like deeper and deeper. And it's really awesome to see. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And you've been a tremendous uh, source of inspiration for me and just having a friend who gets it, who is in love with creativity and paint and art making as much as you do, uh, as much as you are, is like such a support for me has been on my journey. So I'm so grateful for you and for who you be and for the times that you've, you know, shared your wisdom with me along the journey. And I'm sure there'll be more (laughs) and I can't wait. (laughs) Yes, there will. The journey yes. continues, my yes. friend. <laughs> um, cool. Well, where where can people? Um, follow I'm you? on Instagram mainly at Aaron with two N's. So that's E R I N N with the number two N N S. Aaron with two N's. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. This has been great, and. Uh... Yeah, yeah really my pleasure. Thank you. Um, yeah, cool. Well, everybody go out there and do something creative. Throw in a little bit of yeah. extra color. In Make there a rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, send Aaron a photo of whatever yeah, you I'd do. Yeah, I love it. Cool. All right, Aaron. Okay. Uh, Bye, talk guys. to you soon. Right. Bye. So that was Aaron McMurtry, good friend of mine, uh, budding artist, lover of color, transformational human being. Uh, I hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I had talking with her. We always have really great conversations, and uh, so I'm glad that we got to record one for y'all. Um, you can find her on Instagram at Aaron with two N's, E-R-I-N-N with the number two, N-N-S. Check her out. She's a lot of fun to follow. Uh, She's always posting colorful stuff. You need a little bit of color in your life? Follow her. Um, Yeah, feel free to reach out to her with any sort of creative questions you've got. And same thing goes with me. Reach out. Let me know what you think of these podcasts, if you're getting anything out of them. 
Um, let me know what you think about the puppy barking in the background. I'm not a huge fan of it. We're working through that right now. We got a dog trainer that we're working with uh, every Sunday, and that's definitely a main area of focus. But it is what it is, folks. We're just trying to make it through in this social distance time. So anyway, thanks again for listening. Uh, please share this to any sort of a creative friend or family member you've got. And subscribe. Subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. So thanks again. I really appreciate you being here. Take care. Cheers.